How is your prayer life? If you are like most of us, it has seasons and sometimes lacks consistency. Prayer, faith, and holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nanaseyo Pukusakodie as he encourages the body of Christ to get closer to God in prayer. Consulting anything for your destruction, they would attract the judgment of God on this mountain. Prophet Nanasei Pukusakodie is an end time seasoned firebrand prophet and an evangelist with a unique preaching ministry anchored on prayer. He teaches and prophesies the word of God with signs and wonders. Everything that belongs to you, may the Lord gather you from the west, gather you from the east, gather you from the south, gather you from the north. May you stay in the center of your way. And now, the message. The times we are in, it's not a time for us to joke. Hallelujah. The Bible said the devil knows that he has but a short time. And so... (laughs) Uh, he's stopping Christians from advancing and he's making sure believers will not be safe. You didn't hear what I said. Uh, it is not a time to just sit down and think that it will just work. It is not. It is not. It is not. It is not a time to feel like uh, you can do it anyhow and get the best results you can. It is not. It is your input that determines your output. So in the kingdom, what to put in determines what to get. Uh, I said every step of faith that only makes God responsible for the outcome of the result is an irresponsible faith. So if it has to do with faith, then you have a part to play. Hallelujah. You have a part to play. You have a part to play. Um, um, And so part of the things you are doing to let God, uh, to get God's attention is where you are sitting, where you are supposed to sleep. Amen. Uh, the Bible says, woe unto them that are at ease in Zion. And the reason why woe unto them is that the enemy will come at the time he was not expecting. He said, I will come like a thief. To him, if you read the book of Revelation, there's one common statement Jesus made there. To him that overcome it. To him, so there's something to overcome. I said, there's something to overcome. I said, there's something to overcome. I said, you need to overcome something. And it will not come by accident. Hallelujah. So you are praying, you are fasting. God is sowing seed of the word. Hello? The ground doesn't need the seed. It's the seed that needs the ground. I'll say that again. <laughs> the ground doesn't need the seed. No, it is the seed that needs the ground. God doesn't need you. It is you that need God. So you must pursue after him. <laughs> I say you must pursue after God. <laughs> Whilst you are mounting pressure on the enemy, you are getting closer to God. Life must be easy. You must conquer what fought your father. And you must conquer what fought your mother. In the book of Judges chapter 6, part of the war on poverty. How many of you want to be poor? There's nobody. Nobody is wishing that. Even those who doesn't want prosperity, they still want to be blessed. People talk about prosperity. (laughs) A father, you are... A child of God does not mean that you will not face opposition. If the devil came to Jesus, you go to everybody. Okay. 
I said, if the devil came to Jesus, you make sure that you come to everybody. Judges chapter 6, from verse number 2. Judges 6. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the hand of the Midian prevailed against Israel. Go to verse 3. And so it was, mm-hmm. when Israel had sown, yeah. that the Midianites came up, and the Amalekites, and the children of the east, even they came up against them. Mm-hmm. And they encamp against them mm-hmm. and destroy the increase of the earth. Now, it's a very interesting story here. The Israelites will sow a seed. They, they, because those days they live by farming. Most of the Israelites were farming. And when they sow the seed, the Bible says the Midianite will come. This is what you have to understand about the spirit of poverty you are dealing with from your background. Hello? Now, it's a very strong spirit. It's a very strong spirit that you need aggression to come out of it. Are you getting what I'm talking about? I say you need what? Aggression. You must mount pressure on the enemy. Poverty is the weapon the enemy has used to shut the glory of Africa. I say you better take it serious. It is what the enemy has used. A very, listen, civilization started in Africa. It didn't start in the East. Did you hear what I said? What did it start? Now, at the time, the Israelites, God even wanted to, if you look at the Bible carefully, Africa has played a major role right from the onset of the gospel. A major role. Now, when the Israelites came out, when Jacob and his children came out of, uh, uh, what do you call, Laban's place, they came to the land of Canaan. When they came to the land of Canaan, they established a covenant with the people there. They said, we'll give our daughters to you. We also collect your sons. Now, it means that they were coming to contaminate the Messianic blood. Because God was trapping Jesus Christ through the Abrahamic region, through the Abrahamic line. So, to marry. That, now, that is why you hear things like Samaritans. Samaritans are Jewish people who are not pure Jews. So if a Jewish man came to marry a Ghanaian woman like, like Abraham and gave birth, the other Jewish people don't respect them and they are called Samaritans. So you remember when Jesus Christ went to the way, the woman said that, how can you be a Jew? Acts of men, Samaritan, a water. Because the Jews has no dealings with the Samaritans. You are not listening to what I'm talking about. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Now, so in the case of that, when they went there, Jacob's children make a covenant. Now, to make a covenant with the hidden means that you are going to mix the blood. It means that you are going to marry them. Don't tell me it's discrimination. That is the way God wanted. Because he has already prophesied in the garden. Everything about Jesus is a prophetic word. So, it must come from the Abrahamic line. They say that we are going to give you to marry. We are also going to marry your daughters. Then God looked at the earth and realized that I need to, because once you establish a covenant, God can do nothing about the covenant. He has to find a way, he has to find another door to escape the covenant. So as long as Israel is living in the Canaan land, the covenant is that every, let's assume the people, they are Muslims. They can come here and marry any of the Jewish people. Based on the covenant. So God logo all of them. In case you don't understand the word logo, it's in encyclopedia. He carried all of them straight. And at that time, in order to preserve the pure Jewish blood, the only country 
that does not permit their citizens to marry another citizen is the Egyptians. It is Africans and the Egyptians because for Egyptians to marry another tribe is an abomination. So God carry all of them to Egypt because that is the only way he can preserve the pure blood. Now let me show you the thing. It is so strong that if you want to come to Egypt, you cannot live with the Egyptians. You must go to Goshen. It's not a matter of it's true. I'm telling you what the Bible is saying. So they carry them and they went there. So the reason why they have to go to 400 years of bondage is that it, 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 they will not contaminate the blood. They will not mix the blood. They will not mix their blood. So the, the Egyptians cannot live with the Hebrew people. So they gave them Goshen. So Goshen is part of the place of Egypt. They have to go and live so that they won't come around. For instance, Israel people live beer, but the Egyptians don't live beer. It's abomination to go to the pharaohs with a beer. That is why when they call Joseph from the prison, he saved his beer. Because you cannot go to the pharaohs with a beer. So everything Israel practices is contrary to the things Egyptians practice so that they cannot contaminate their blood. Now, part of the things that come is that God used Africa. At that time, civilization was in Africa. Egypt was a superpower. And Egypt is not in the West. Egypt is in Africa. I say Egypt is in Africa. You are looking at him because you don't travel. I say Egypt is in Africa. Even if you don't travel, you should have a map. The most sophisticated Military weapons at that time was with Egypt. It was the most prosperous country. They were the first country at that time to build Cyrus that could keep maize for seven years without preservative, but no insects can eat it up. Africa. I'm talking about Africa. They have so much powerful equipment and sophistication. And let me tell you something. All the countries that have been taken by Islam, they were not Islamic countries. Egypt was not Islamic country. It was a simple idol worship country. There's a difference between idol worship and Islam. Because Africans come from idol worship, but not Islam necessarily. Islam is not old, but Islam by violently taking territories. The place a lot of you travel to called Turkish. It is not Islamic country. Turkish is an old country called Ephesus. And Ephesus in the Bible is now present Turkey, which were, were idol worshippers. Because God easily transformed idol worshippers than Islam. Easily. Mm. Apostle Paul just went there for the beast of Ephesus. Islam, even Ghana. Ghana used to be an idol worship country. It is this generation that is serving God. The only thing is that Bosom said it has moved from analog to digital. People are practicing all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some come to the church, but they have something under their bed. Some will come to the church, but when something is pursuing them, they have to run to some corner and go and drink some Dukromu Zoo. Because we have not understood the message of faith. 
Whatever comes against you from the enemy is also a contact for God's name to be glorified. If you stand by faith. The Christians are clapping for Jesus. So if the enemy attacks your body with sickness and you stood on your ground by faith and got healed and delivered, you have told hell that it's not everybody you devil can kill. No. I refuse to go to heavy because of sickness. Because it has been paid for. What a statement. Healing is the bread of the children. Jesus said, let the children first be fed. So if you are not healed, no unbeliever must walk around healed. The only one person heard it. Healing is the bread of the children. They say, let the, you don't take the children's blood and cast it to dogs. So the Bible describes those who don't have covenant with Christ as dogs. I'm not the one who said this in your Bible. But that does not mean that the devil will not attack you with sickness. It means that you must stand on your ground. Because anytime you get sick, your healing didn't come at when the symptoms left your body. Your healing happened 2,000 years ago. It only manifested now. By whose stripes he were healed. That is why you put your healing in past time. Because when Jesus Christ's back was beaten by his strength, he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes... God is telling the truth or his lie. If you don't believe it, God is lying. If you believe it, God is telling the truth. This is a simple definition of faith. Faith simple means that believing what God has said. The greatest quotation in the Bible, I'll tell you again, is that God cannot lie. So in the message, in the, in the, in the, in the uh, text that uh, Pastor Martin read, Israel, oh, everybody said poverty. poverty. Say, I refuse, I refuse. I refuse to be poor. Let me tell you, today I want to go a little deeper. Now, let me tell you, poverty mentality or poverty, the spirit of poverty, he can even bring you to the place and give you, let me put it this way, it can bring you to the place of survivor and you'll be satisfied. A lot of people are not living, they are surviving. When you are surviving, your salary is 5,000 Ghana cities. You become a self-developed economist. So you calculate the 5,000 Ghana cities. I will give offering 10 cities per meeting. In case it's a three-week meeting, because I make 10 cities per Sunday, then five days I have to make it two cities. In order to meet the God. So if God sent an angel, he can break through. Okay, I'll get to the people here. Now I'm teaching you something. Now watch this. So you, you make a calculation and you calculate. Particularly those of you who don't want to borrow. It means that if I don't want to borrow, then I must manage the five. This is where, in case a fridge goes poor, it can bring holy anger. Because it's going to infringe on the budget. You are not living, you are surviving. If the devil shoots an arrow that demands about 20,000 to solve, it can bring crisis. So sometimes you can even check your pot 
pocket and determine an attack he brings. Because he can give you an attack that you need finances to solve it. I am talking about war on poverty. He can give a man of God a vision, but there's no money to fulfill it. So, when I talk about poverty, you can sit down and say that, ask for me, I'm okay, yeah. Because, you see, it is easy to get a, a work to do in a particular place and work for 25 years and go home with a pension pay. Long service award. My mother teach for over 30 years. And then he bought a black and white TV. Lift your hand and say, from today I refuse to survive. I will surely live. So you can just put yourself in a place and then there. But... <laughs> <laughs> this is how God defined Abraham blessed. Abraham, I bless you that you become a blessing. If you are not becoming a blessing to somebody, then you are not blessed. Do you know why a lot of, let me tell you another thing about poverty. Poverty also prevents you from being on other people's prayer altar. It means that if I bless this woman and I bless this one and I bless this one and I bless this one, God stands the chance of putting my name on their prayer altar. So when they are praying, they remember me and thank God for me because of the things I do for them. Who prays for you? We are not ignorant about the devices of the enemy. <laughs> Hallelujah. And unfortunately for the church in Africa, we are in a major disadvantage. Why? Because when the white people brought the gospel, the foundation is very strong. They told us that when they came, our parents were serving idols, great-grandfathers. They told them, don't stop serving the idols. You continue to serve the idols by coming to church. And then when the Roman Catholics brought the gospel, because all the missionaries who came were supported from abroad. So when you go to the Roman uh, palace or something, the fathers, they, they don't work, they pay them from, from Vatican. So they managed to gather a bunch of poor people and started with a foundation that if you are in the church, you must be broke. So when you study the old way, when you are coming from in the, in the Pentecostal, in the Orthodox church, we don't give offering, we give collection. What is a collection? Let me define collection to you. So you see that if one of the Orthodox church want to build a church auditorium, we have to do fundraising, harvest, year after year. And sometimes, the pastor that found the foundation is now 72. Different pastors have been transferred to that particular palace. And they have done fundraising. And so that when we finish the fundraising, even though we raise it for the church, we realize that the pastor's uh, missing house also need roof. 
So we take part of the money to go and do the roof. After that, we realize that the pastor's car is spoiled. So even though we raise the money, we only get 20% to continue the building. But you will notice that there are still millionaires in the church, but as far as they are concerned, the church doesn't need too much money. This is where you are coming from. This is where you are coming from. Hallelujah. Amen. I said amen. I said amen. And then you are developed. And then you come. So when you finish school and you become a nursing sister and they posted you to Kwalebu, the family does a party. They do a party. This is what the spirit of poverty does. Hmm. If you come and attack me and steal what I have, I know you have robbed me and you have taken what I have. The purpose of breaking through me is to come and steal what I have. The thief cannot do but to steal. This is where I know that even the devil might have had a problem with the spirit of poverty. Because the devil likes stealing. But poverty doesn't steal. It just destroys and goes. So when you study the text carefully, if you read it, it said that, and it was so, it was so, when Israel has shown that the Midianite came up and the Amalekites, this particular people called Amalekites, one day I will teach about them. Anytime you see them, they are one of the strongest seven enemies of the Israelites. Give me Deuteronomy chapter 7, we'll come back to this place. Let me show you. There were seven strong enemies of the Jewish people. And every Christian has seven strong enemies in your life. One of them is called poverty. One of them is called sickness. Oh, oh okay, let, let me stop. I, I don't think you are ready. I just gave you two. Next time I'll give you. These are seven strong enemies you are fighting. Seven strong enemies you are fighting. There is another major one. It's called depth. The reason why debt is dangerous is that it contradicts the word of God. You will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. So a borrower is a slave to the lender. So if I go and borrow money from this lady, automatically, in the spiritual, I become her slave. I'll give you three of the enemies. <laughs> When the Lord thy God shall bring you unto the land, whether thou goest to possess it, and have cast out many nations, has cast out, uh, uh, whether thou goest to possess it, and has cast out what? Um, thou goest to possess it, and has cast out many nations before thee, the Hittites. Everybody say number one. The Gagashites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, The Hivites and the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than thou. So if you take fasting and prayer, they are greater and mightier than thou. Now, this nation the Lord mentioned here, they are a very great nation. They come from war. Now, the difference between this one and the Amalekites is that this one's come and catch you. You remember 
All the Israelites who went to bondage in Babylon, they came to serve under, under, under Nebuchadnezzar. So those days, they come and catch you, and then they carry you to their nation, then you become their slaves. The Amalekite ones are, these ones are the ones you are dealing with as strong, but the Amalekite are not like this one. They, they are just there to destroy your increase. Come back to Judges chapter 6 and let's read. So I'm showing the difference between this nation. This one, they are greater than you are. The Amalekites are not necessarily great, but they are destroyers. And the reason they destroy is that this one's, this one's conquered by army strategies and sophisticated weapons. Amalekites come in numbers. So when it comes to this nation, they can even develop one giant and use them to threaten you. And this one, they have a way of changing the battle strategy. So, the Philistines are saying that every time you go for battle, it's army of Israel versus army of Philistines. And then they develop a giant. And they say that now, we have changed the strategy of the, of, the, of the war. Now, we have developed a giant. You also give us a man. We don't care how many ammunition you have. We don't care the sophistication of your soldiers. We don't care how long they have trained. If you conquer our giant, all of us become your slave. And because... We are moved by what we see and we, we, we fear what we see. They develop a giant. So if you don't walk by faith, what you see can intimidate you. So the difference between David and the people that were running away is faith. Because it takes faith to stand before Goliath. You are not listening to what I'm saying now. We have to declare war and preach it. I check a lot of people's attitude. I used to think it's demonic, it's poverty. The way people behave in church, the way people walk around, the way people wee wee around, it's poverty mentality. And so it was when Israel has sown, what has happened to Israel? They have what? They have what? How many of you have sown seed? <laughs> So the ground, once you put something there, it must be able to grow. Israel has told that the Midianites came up and the Amalekite, everybody say Media, mother's house. Everybody say Amalekite, father's house. The Midianites and Amalekite and the children of the east came. <laughs> the children of the east from the country and the community where you live. Even they came out against them. What did they come to do? Go to the next verse, verse 4. And they encamp against them. So some of you are sitting here, things as encamp around you. This is what it is. This is true. Girl, come. She's trying to marry. She's trying to Serve God. She is trying to uh, make an ends meet. She is trying to serve God in a way that will please God. She is trying to work in Echo Bank. She works, they give her promotion. But the Midianite has encamp. Uh, he can even try and go to America. This is what the Midianites does. They will not stop you from moving. Sister, start moving. 
Whilst you are going, they move with you. You go, they move with you. So they move. No, as long as you are in this circle, whatever you go, they don't care. It is called siege. So they can, they can, they can be like this with you in a play. So why have you stayed in America for twenty years and you have nothing to show? You are in camp. No, you need revelation. Do you know what God, God is doing now? He's just opening your eyes. Yes, yes, yes. He's trying to. He's trying to. He was in London. He said London is too difficult. And then he exit from London to America. The media and I are there. Oof. Look at the structure of one of the media nice. Look at the structure of the Amalekite. Even if he's not Bolet, he's tall. <laughs> different sizes and different shapes. And they encamp against them and destroy the increase of the earth. They didn't take it all, they destroy it. And when they finish destroy the earth, till that come to Gaza. So they show you a territory. It means that. From a particular point to a particular point, they make sure that you are destroyed. Now, the reason why they mention Gaza is that by the time you cross Gaza, you are in the enemy's territory. So, between you and Gaza, we don't put any border there. Because once you cross Gaza and run into that place, it, that place is worse than where you were running from. So, we don't care. Oh, they can let you dance in church. This sister can dance and worship. And you are dancing. You can stay in and speak in tongues and fast for 40 days. As long as revelation has not come. How to knock the devil off is knowledge. Jesus said, the day this sister know the truth, the media now just open the door without fasting and prayer. The day you shall know the truth, and the truth you know, not the fasting you fast. You can still fast without the truth and be in bondage. You can still fast without prayer and be in bondage. So don't take the teaching time for granted because preaching destroys and damages ignorance. Which is the strength of the oppressor. There were some four lepers, they cast them out of the country. And they were sitting there. there. One day they were sitting there. The lepers are crying. He said, why sit we here to die? And they begin to make a move. They begin to make a move. They discover something that if you go to the town, they will still kill us. If you are sitting here, hunger will kill us. If you go to this camp, they will kill us. Let's rather go and die than sitting here. Sometimes don't sit in your comfort zone for the devil to destroy you. Make a move. Make a move. Am I talking to somebody here today? The only thing that brings this lady out is the truth. 
It's the truth. When I started preaching, uh, dealing with negative patterns in the bloodline from bedding power, it opened other people's eyes. Some of them broke through the spirit. They, they were sitting, but they didn't know that. Oh, this is it. This is it. That is why when revelation comes to you, it can make you like you are spiritually mad. Once you cut the truth, ah, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. If you encounter light on prosperity, poverty leaves you for life. If you encounter light on divine health, sickness is a thing of the past. Who? Everything produces after its kind. God called that it should be not as though they were. A child of a goat is a goat. It's not a discovery. The child of a sheep is a sheep. It's not, it's not a miracle. So the child of God must be God. Is it not written in your Lord that he are God? That's what Jesus said. This is the problem. Poverty is not making us behave like our father. Why don't you prosper? I can't force it on you. <laughs> huh? And they encamp against them and destroyed the increase of the earth till that come to Gaza and left no sustenance. So when you are dealing with the spirit of poverty, this is what I call survivor and living. The survivor people have no sustenance. Sustenance is what is called reserve. Mm. Okay. Where I live, eh, everybody depends on pipe bone water. I don't. For about ten years, about five years, I don't. I don't. I dug a borehole deep. I went to California. And then I saw something they call reverse osmosis machine. They told me, they said, bring a sample of the water. When I bring it, they say, no, it has a very high sulfate. It has a very high iron. It has a very high salt. It is no good for human consumption. So they took a sample and designed a machine for me that when the water goes, it treats it to become pure water. Now, the volume, because my, my, my borehole is about, it's about 150 uh, a meters deep on the ground so it produces a certain water and then once the water comes it goes through what is called raw tank and I have another two big tanks so it comes through the machine machine treated anytime you treat thousand gallons of water you will lose 300 the 300 is the extraction of the salt of the iron and then you save this one so whether Pipe-born water is flowing or not, it doesn't affect me. In fact, I don't even know how, whether pipe is flowing or is not flowing. Because when I went there, pipe was already not flowing. Later, they came to work on the pipe. And by that time, I have money because I, I, I asked a tanker to bring us water. Not till we went to fetch it from a river. So we used the water and everybody started getting reaction on their skin. So I said, what is the solution? They came with the solution. So I have reservoir tanks. Now, there are also other people who also depend on the pipe bone water, but they also have tanks. Now, the system is that as long as the pipe bone water is not flowing through the normal, it's filling the tank. Once they cut off electricity, the water in the tank automatically flows through the system. If you don't have the tank, you are surviving. Once the devil brings you under the control of poverty, spirit of poverty, it means that there is only one source of life. And water is life. So if bone, say our pipe is best, 
and a tiny person go and close the stop cock. They don't care how you get water. They don't matter whether you drink it from the gutter. They don't even care how you are going to get water. You should have had enough sense and knowledge and understanding to have a reservoir tank. So in the book of Proverbs, the Bible says the ant knows that he cannot survive in the rain. So the ant will get a pit. When he comes, you have eaten sugar cane and you don't like it, he takes them and put it in a pit. When you have left a leftover bread, he came and put it in a pit. And then the woman raises his income, the ant closes the pit. And when God was giving that lesson, he said, you poor and sluggard, go to the ant and learn. He didn't say pray. So during this fasting, there are times you must just sit down and learn. You cannot come here with your own sense. Because sometimes poverty mentality can let you bring you to a church and tell you that. Now, sometimes when the devil tells you you are not healed, it's a chance that you are healed. Because sometimes, in order to deal with the devil, believe in the opposite of what he's saying. Because if the devil is a liar, then he can never tell the truth. The day the devil tells the truth, you cease to be the devil. Sit down, guys. No, you can't tell the truth. Jesus said, your father, you are like your father, the devil. He's a liar and he's a murderer. So Satan is a thief and he kills. If you permit him. They have some. They have some. <laughs> and left no sustenance for Israel. Neither sheep nor ox nor axe. Let me call for me and kind. Have you seen sheep nor ox or axe? You start pure water business, fine. No, I'm knocking it down. That is why in Ghana nobody has a vision. People only ride on people's vision. So if this lady has an idea and they start business, all these people will start the same thing. Ghana people don't have personal vision. So we do try and error. We try to jump into other people's grace and it doesn't work. When people live by poverty mentality, and the reason why we do that is that if this one is selling, let's say, electrical power, eh, everybody wants to sell the electrical power. The purpose is to make sure that you have more customers. But maybe you don't need to sell electrical power. Maybe you have to sell cables. Because people will need electrical cable to wire into their system before they get the power. But once we see he has still electrical power and he has bought Hyundai pony, I must go and start the same thing. Poverty mentality makes sure that people only copy and they don't have their own vision. <laughs> I'm preaching good, don't stop me. <laughs> I am giving you foundation of what you are going to deal with tomorrow. We are combining knowledge and power. Power is the prayer and the fasting. And when it's rooted in knowledge, Satan has no hiding place. So even though we are tired, we have to still preach it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because there's a price to pay. 
Watch the next verse and see. It's very interesting. <laughs> For they came out with their cattle and their tent, and they came as grasshoppers. You remember what I told you? They don't use army tactics. They use crowd. So when you see the Amarakites and the Midianites coming, they can outnumber you ten times. Poverty come in different angles. Who? Can I say this? It is the reason for a lot of divorce in our generation. Mm. 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 80% of the inmates in America or even Ghana come from a broken home. Poverty. I say poverty. I say poverty. Oh, some of you never was able to do the course God has ordained for you to do. Mm-hmm. Poverty. <laughs> I'm talking to the children. Huh? What was the Bible saying? Huh? And, and for they, they came out with their cattle and their tent, and they came as grasshoppers for multitude. For both they and their camels were without number. So if the Bible says without number, it means that God himself couldn't count them. I didn't mean to mean kind. They never know kind. Because God believes in number. God can mention the number. He says, sometimes 70,000, sometimes 80,000. This one, angels were counting. They came and said, I'm your bread. <laughs> that is why you cannot do Because then I will deal with and they come with multitude. They are not strong. They are not powerful. But they are many. Now, let me show you why. Uh, let me show you. Oh, God has a sense of humor. When I study the Bible, I say, you, this God. Yeah. Even when the thing is difficult there, you will create a small window. The room can be like a prison yard. God will make sure there's a small window. You see, when he was describing them, he used a very fragile animal called grasshopper. It means that the people are numbered in multitude, but they are weak. Because a grasshopper has a very lanky leg, and you can say it and tie it, and it cannot fly again. And when you see a grasshopper, it stands on its feet. When you step on it, it's dead. So they are multitude, but you don't have to be afraid of them. If only you take up a stand, you conquer them. Because much as poverty can come from that angle, and show up, poverty is also weak. But you need a strategy. In order to eliminate grasshoppers from your cabbage farm, you will need insecticide. Mm. Mm. This is the danger. You must get agriculture scientists to make sure that the insecticide you are spraying to kill the grasshopper will not destroy the crop. In attempt of eliminating poverty, if you don't take it, it can cause you. Oh, these guys are not listening to what I'm preaching. <laughs> They are not listening to what I'm preaching. It takes a lot of hard work because sometimes you can spray an insecticide and by the time you finish, the crop you are saving has started dying. It, it, it can come as a result of the fact that the mixing ratio was not good. What do you mean by the mixing ratio? There was a lot of prayer without knowledge. So the mixing was no good. There was a lot of fasting, no study of the Bible. There was, oh, 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 what about this one? What about this one? There was a lot of prayer, a lot of fasting, but it was not rooted in holiness. Mm. Mm. 
Somebody didn't hear what this postman is preaching. Are you hearing what I'm talking about here? Woo! Somebody give the Lord a shout. I'm preaching. Classhoppers came in multitude. Payos. Your father's house is angry that you work in a bank. Your mother's house is angry that you work in a bank. Because the spirit of poverty can attack you and kill you with enviness, thinking you have made it whilst you are struggling. So, 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 before you clap it, much as you are struggling in your bedroom, driving a long car, the witches in your family rather think you have arrived. Whilst you are thinking of how to pay the loans in the man, you just went to funeral with a four-wheel drive and there was a witchcraft meeting. So they are trying to attack somebody who is even struggling to survive. So let me tell you another dimension of poverty. It is not enough. That is why you must find a way to drag your family members into the kingdom. Even if you force them, they don't come. Let them know that, hey, I have tried to get you people to follow the Christ. I said, one day, if you use anything against me, it will not work. Because if you are seven brothers, seven sisters, and one is rich, and the six are poor, they will use jealousy and witchcraft to bring you down. How do I know this in us to do? How do I know this is poor? That's why I know they came like grass open for multitude, for both day and their camels. Oh, d- tomorrow morning we are going to pray some dangerous prayers. Sayamama. Dangerous prayers, guy, boy. Dangerous. We need it. We need it. Hey, Steve, with that, with that money, we come fulfill God's work. Boy, even this one, by the grace of God, we are built, but we are not where God wants us to be. We are not there. People still want room to sleep and it's not ready. In the kingdom, you don't arrive. You only make progress. Oh, ask for me, I have arrived. God will knock you off. That's why I love traveling. I travel. And so that when I travel, not just preaching appointment. I go and see what other people are doing that make you look like you are a grasshopper. Because if you don't take care and you are in the kingdom of the blind, your eye is cut out, you will think you are a king. You must get to where other people can see with their three eyes. And you know that, oh, oh, my environment has made me a champion, but I'm a pauper. Mm-hmm. Because your environment can make you a local champion. Because nobody challenges you. Woe unto you when nobody challenges you. You must get somebody that makes you feel like, no, I thought I've done something, but I haven't. You can run everybody, but go and run Hussein boat. And if you beat him, you know that you have arrived. I've seen other things. I've seen other things. I've seen other things. That is why I don't like to walk around small thinkers. I don't. When you come around me, you talk one, two, three. And I see you are small thinker. I will find a tactical way of driving you out. 
God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703 or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.